0: This is Believe and Georgia Dogs Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network.
1: It's time to awaken an entire nation. I'll be a dog till I die. Between the hedges, look fly. 90,000 in the stands, I'm going to do my dance, make it look fine. Coach, put me in the game. UGA, yeah, the name. Yeah, the offense going to turn up, but the defense going to win us the game.
0: Here's your host, Corey Burton. All right, welcome in. Happy Friday. It is the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcasting network for professionals. Uh, It is still Florida Hate Week. We are on the eve of the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. Uh, Joining me is Israel Troop. Israel, what's up, man?
1: What's going on?
0: Oh, not a whole lot, man. Uh, looking forward to this family affair. We got your cousin, Ben Troop, uh, joining us here in a little bit uh, to talk and give us perspective from uh, the enemy territory or the gator perspective. So, uh, looking forward to having him on. But uh, you can find our show at Believe in Dogs on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And, Israel, where can we find you?
1: Uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Troopstar28. All
0: right, Troopstar28. So, go find him, let him know. Wish him a belated birthday. How about that?
1: Yeah, so, man. It was a it was a very eventful birthday yesterday. So I mean right. we had a great time and you know. Good. Um just blessed to see another year.
0: Good. Well after after your repeated visits to the principal's office, you deserved a eventful, fun <laughs> birthday. Um yeah, just uh if you feel like you're gonna say something, uh say something bad, uh just uh yell into your play sheet or, or, uh, go drink a Gatorade or do whatever. So that's always a, oh, yeah. that's always good. Most
1: definitely. Most definitely. I can't afford any more trips to the principal's office.
0: <laughs> definitely not. So, all right. Well, this show is brought to you by betonline.ag. Uh, the football season's in full swing. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at bet online. Some interesting spreads pack 12 is starting. Um, but, uh, You know, want to talk about some of the games first, and we'll do some, like, futures, uh, spreads and stuff like that. So, um, want to look at the BYU-Boise State game. I think that's an interesting matchup. BYU, we talked about a little bit of them being a team that I would like to see get a shot in the playoff. They are three-and-a-half-point favorites with the over-under set at 61. They're on the road, on the blue turf. How do you see this one?
1: Man, I I don't know. You know, uh Boys is playing some pretty good football right now. And all I've heard about on TV and I was watching the early days BYU, BYU, BYU. So I think this is gonna be a good test one this week.
0: Yeah, I I think I'd be more I think I'd be inclined to take the the Cougs. I think they've they've just kind of got they've kind of got things going right now. So you know, I think uh I think that'll be good. Uh looking at Notre Dame Clemson, uh DJ Ugo Lele, I think I said that right. I hope I said that right. They're on the road uh, facing the Golden Domers uh, over under. is set at 51. Uh, Clemson is five-point favorites on the road. Uh, Can they do it again?
1: I don't know. I I don't think they can come out and play flat like they did um, against Boston College last week because Notre Dame is pretty good. Um, But I heard a rumor that Trevor Lawrence was going to play um, it came from one of, one of my assistant coaches. You know, he, he had heard it um, through the grapevine, you know, obviously through the Internet. You can't trust the Internet all the time. But um, I did hear that, but I haven't seen anything on TV or anything like that. So, I mean, we'll see. Um, but I do know if Clemson comes out and plays flat like they did last week, I think Notre Dame will have the number and they'll beat him.
0: Yeah, I, I think so too, and it, it'll it'll be an interesting matchup for sure. Uh, but I'm, you know, until proven otherwise, I'm, I'm going to take Clemson because Travis Etienne is still still playing.
1: Um, yes. <laughs> when yeah. is he going to graduate? Is the question.
0: <laughs> uh, they're hoping never. Yep. Uh, Pac-12 game, uh, Pac-12 opener. Uh, SC is hosting uh, Herm Edwards and the Arizona State Sun Devils. Uh, USC is ten and a half point favorites. Don't really know what to expect in this conference yet. Uh, do you think that's a? Are you taking USC or are you going to take the points there?
1: I don't know. I don't know. You know, USC kind of struggled a little bit last year, um, so I don't know what to expect. I think uh, Arizona State got hot toward the end. They're playing good football for um, Coach Edwards, so um, their quarterback's the real deal over there at, um, at Arizona State. So it'll be interesting to see since they've had the longest layout of all of all the conferences. Um, just to see how they how well they play, um, I saw that Washington and Cal just got um, suspended. They're not playing this week um, because of a COVID test. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how it all shakes out um, when that when the Pac-12 actually plays this weekend.
0: Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm interested too. I, I think USC. Uh... I, don't know, I just kind of feel like they're the favorites in this conference. Um, you know them in Oregon. I think you know you just decide. You know I think that's going to be the Pac-12 championship, and then you flip a coin, I guess, uh, on that. Couple of ridiculous spreads: Marshall is forty-five point favorites over UMass, and Oklahoma thirty-eight point favorites in conference against the Jayhawks. Uh, which one of those would you be willing to jump on?
1: I'm gonna go with the Oklahoma one. Um, the Mad Hatter is. It's, it's Kansas, you know. So, I mean, they're they're struggling, and I think I think they're getting a couple of kids in, you know, that can help them. But I'm willing to take. If I had to take one, I'm willing to take that one uh, before I take the UMass and um, Marshall one.
0: I just don't think Marshall can score quick enough to cover a forty-five point spread. But then again, I could be wrong. Coastal Carolina covered a big spread, fifty-one to nothing the other the other week against uh, Georgia State. Yeah, so
1: they are playing some great football over there at Coastal Carolina now. They are inspired and those balls are rolling over there.
0: And then the the last game line, uh, Oregon's favored by nine over Stanford. Stanford not quite the the uh the shine that they once had, uh, but Oregon looking to uh Looking sitting pretty in the in the Pac-12, coming off a the season they have to replace Justin Herbert. Uh, what, what, what do you what do you think about Oregon?
1: Um, I'm interested to see how they look with replacing Herbert. Um, I think they still have the tools. Um, uh, coach Chris is, is 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 a great coach, and they and they play hard for him. Um, and then I'm very interested to see how how Stanford looks this year. Um, I know Coach Shaw always has those guys ready to play. They're always tough. Um, that Stanford-Orient game is always a close game, usually by a field goal or something like that. So it would be interesting to see the coach shaw change anything from last year because, you know, they're usually power high, um, yep. three-time-in type look.
0: They're the um,
1: anti-Pac-12 team. Yeah, so uh, it, it, that game is usually going to come down to the uh, ball control. And uh, basically, who, who has the ball last most of the time is how that game usually ends up. Or it's gonna be a blowout for either team, so you just never know what you're gonna get.
0: Absolutely. So, uh, also uh, some of the futures here in the uh, in college football, uh, according to Bet Online, Alabama is uh, minus five hundred on the money line to be the SEC champion. Uh, who do you think is the next favorite in the SEC?
1: I think it's us um, right now, um, especially going in this game against Florida because um, right now, this, this Florida-Georgia game is monumental in who's going to represent the East. It's going to be out of us, too. Um, so that's that's what makes this game even more impactful. Um, I don't see anybody beating Alabama on the on the West side um, anytime soon unless Auburn just happens to squeak by again this year and beat them. Um, so um, I think they still represent the West, even if they get beat um, by Auburn. So I think it's just going to – can can they finish out, and for us, can we win this weekend to secure us a spot?
0: Yeah, you are correct. Georgia is the next favorite. They are plus four hundred according to Bet Online, uh, followed by Florida at plus sixteen hundred, followed by AM at plus eighteen hundred, and followed by Auburn. Uh, rounded out by Auburn at plus sixty six hundred. They're not even putting odds on the other teams. Uh, go figure. Okay, look at the pack, Looking at the Pac twelve. Uh, who do you think, according to Bet Online, is the favorite to win the back twelve?
1: Mm, I would have to say Oregon right now, or maybe Utah, because Utah is not a bad football team now.
0: All right, so you got it narrowed down to two. Now pick one.
1: Mm, I'm gonna go. It's, it's am I'm gonna fifth. go Utah.
0: Utah is picked at plus seven hundred. They are actually fourth. Um, So if you would have picked Oregon, they are correct. They are plus 180 on the money Mm -hmm. line, followed by USC and Washington at plus 200, plus 550. Uh, If you want for fun, get on there and put like $5 on Colorado. They are plus 10,000. Oh, wow. And Heisman odds, some names have shifted around. Trevor Lawrence is now no longer the top. Who do you think has replaced him?
1: That has got to be Justin Fields.
0: Justin Fields is at plus one fifty, at twenty five points higher or lower, however you describe that on a money line, Uh, is Mac Jones at plus one twenty five? He is actually now. They did. They they did talk
1: about that yesterday. They did. I mean, he's putting up some some gaudy numbers. I mean, and uh, Alabama's playing at a high level offensively, and they're winning. You know, so I guess they take that into account. If you miss a game, um, you know, obviously you can't be at the top of that running, but I mean. That kid is playing his lights out. I mean, it's it's crazy just watching him. Just watching him manage that football team is is amazing to see.
0: Absolutely. Any uh, any sleepers or dark horses you think could uh, could enter the race? I
1: don't know. I hadn't, I hadn't seen anybody. I think um, his ETN is on that list. In any.
0: He? Yeah, he's plus five thousand right now.
1: Yeah, I think I think he I think he has a if. With whatever happens with Trevor, you know, it, it just yeah. depends. But if he, he can squeak by and squeak in, I think I think he he will be the, the dark horse in that in that race.
0: Somehow he's below Najee Harris. I don't understand that. Uh, he's the best running back in the country. Uh, ETN is. I don't, I don't understand that. But um, another, you know, Kyle Trask is plus thirty three thousand plus thirty three hundred. Uh, Zach Wilson uh, is plus thirty three hundred. Uh, so, him and Trask are sitting in the same same boat. Devontae Smith, plus 4,000. Sam Ellinger, Ooh. plus 10,000. David Bell from Purdue is plus 10,000. Uh, Chuba Hubbard, plus 8,000. Kellen Mann, plus 6,600. Him and Derek King. Uh, and then Najee Harris is sitting at plus 4,000 with Devontae Smith. So, uh, that's your Heisman. Uh, so, for uh, for... Game spreads, totals to team and player and coaching props. Bet online gives you more options to wager than any place online. There's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to BetOnline.ag today. Take full advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's BetOnline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Now, I, I intentionally Israel left off some of the uh, SEC games so that we could pick them later on. Uh, we we talked a little bit about the uh, the matchup, the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. Uh, the matchup. We talked a little bit about what we think needs to happen. We talked, you know, to recap because the teacher and me needs to to try to recap this thing. So um, we talked about juice, and I actually told my kids today and yesterday um, after we recorded, bring the bleeping juice. <laughs> I said I had to I had to get in the huddle because my coach doesn't really like uh, excessive cussing, but sometimes <laughs> I just, sometimes I just can't help myself. But so I leaned in the huddle. I said, "All right, guys, pardon my French here, but let's bring that
1: juice." Yes, you got to. You got we, had to. A good,
0: we had a good period, man. We had a really It's good amazing period, how
1: so. it's amazing how the kid the kids feed off the coaches, and you mm-hmm. when you get out there and you're you're full of energy and you got them rolling. I mean, they feed off of that. So. Yeah, exactly. that, that is kudos to you, brother. That a way to get them going.
0: Hey, I, I, i'll I'll gladly take credit for it, but I, I just think they were just in for a good day. I think they were just feeling good because uh, Monday I wanted to pull my hair out, so um, I don't. And, and I didn't really like show that, so I don't know where they got that from. But you know, you never know. They're teenagers, so they ebb and flow with everything, right?
1: hmm. Yeah, they change. They change every day. Change every day.
0: So Georgia, Florida. So let let's. Uh, I know when I first had you on, the very first episode. I think I I think I briefly asked you a question about it, like kind of just some some base, like scratch the surface type stuff with with Georgia, Florida. But you know, I, as we wait for your cousin before we really deep dive into the matchup specifically, because you and I kind of previewed it earlier. What like what what is what are your experiences from this matchup? What like what are some things like that week of prep? Y'all had a y'all always had a bye week right before, right?
1: Yeah, we all, yeah, we always had a bye week. Um and then that that week is just um uh, it was business as usual, uh for the most part. Um, you know, we were coming off a year where um Florida had beat us for so long, so long. And then in two thousand seven was the year that everybody it was my freshman year when when uh No Sean scored and you see the whole bench is clear and everybody go out there on the field. Yeah. Um, which which was amazing. And yes. then Urban got us back the next year and called three timeouts there.
0: I I was at I was <laughs> at, in the house for that one.
1: At the end. So I mean that, that game's always that, that game's always wild um from the outside and in the inside, you know, because it's Florida. You know, it's it's usually the those that game it usually predicts the winner um of, of the SEC East. So um it, and it's all and it's always just you, you try not to hype it up, but everybody's gonna hype it up for you just because it's the world's largest. Uh, outdoor cocktail party, um, and everybody just – everybody's just so excited about that game. So, um, as a player, you try not to get too overhyped, but, you know, you, you always realize that, all right, if we win this game, the, the chances of us winning the East just go up uh, exponentially. So, um, it's just it's just one of those things. You, you just got to be mentally prepared for it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and being mentally prepared for it, like I, I remember – Every year that was fall break that week, and every year I would leave Wednesday like early afternoon. Boom, I'm mm-hmm. gone. Like we're, everyone's gone. So like, is it weird with Athens being such a ghost town uh, for those last couple of days of prep before you guys travel down? Is it is that weird? Does that kind of does that mess with your focus or does or do you even notice that?
1: Uh, you don't really notice because usually we have fall break during that week, so nobody's really there with us anyway. Um, just so that they can go ahead and leave and, you know, it's not a distraction for us. But, um, but like I said, it's usually, the coaches do a great job of making sure they understand that this is a football game. Um, obviously we don't know what's going on outside. Um, so the coaches do a great job, but we do little things during the week and stuff like that to keep us focused on the game. Um, so kudos to our coaches. Cause I mean, when you, when you get text messaging, you see pictures, you know, social media wasn't as big as it is now. Um, so, I'm pretty sure that all the kids see you know, people everywhere and and, and this, that, and the third, so um, being focused for that game is, is of the utmost, so um, the coaches do a great job of making sure that we understand that this is a game, this is a business trip, this is not for fun, this is a go out, take care of business, get on the plane and go back home.
0: Exactly, and that's the way it should be, and you know, I think that um, you know, that, I think that lends itself to the best best level of focus, so um, a lot of a lot of people are 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 shouting for home and home all that stuff what 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 are your thoughts on that do you you know do you agree what what's going on with that
1: um i I personally just love it being in Jacksonville um because like I said, I think I said last week when you when you look in the stands and you and you've been there you got blue on one side and you got red on one side you know so once you do it home and home you don't you don't get that same fifty fifty you know, you're gonna see if you go to Athens, you're gonna see all red and just a speck of blue. If you go to uh, Gainesville, you're gonna see all blue and just a speck of red. You know what I mean? So I think I think it should stay in Jacksonville. Um, I think more so for you know the fans. You know, it's a big thing for the fans, and I think it's a good thing for both teams. You know, it's it's not neutral for Florida because they're just up the road, but you know, it's it's essentially a neutral site. And, you know, and it's always fun and to split that stadium half and half is, is, is amazing to see if people have never been.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I I think a lot of it's just due to the superstition and the recency bias where Florida just seemed to have our number for, for a long time. Uh, we're Mm -hmm. currently sitting in favor of the series at this moment, uh, winning the last, winning the last four out of five, I think, is it? Mm -hmm. Um, something like that. And, uh, so, yeah, I think it's like the, you know, the, the, the years that Tebow was there and, and they got us those three years in a row, four years in a row from, no, it was three years in a row. It was, it was 08, 09, and 10. And mm-hmm. I think we finally got them in 11, uh, 12, 13. And then they got us 14, 15. And then, then we've won since. And so, yeah, it's just one of those things where I think people are just, you know, they, they feel like there's this, a, there's just some sort of advantage, but I mean it, It's not really much of a trip for you guys, is it?
1: No, no. Um, we usually, well, when I play, we we take a plane to St. Augustine, and we stay at in um, St. Augustine at the World of Golf. Um, it's like 30 minutes away, so um, the flight's like 30, 45 minutes from Athens. Um, so I mean, for them, they're just a bus ride. For us, it's a plane. So I mean, it's it's really no difference for us. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, you're probably thinking an extra half hour, which is not yeah. much. And, oh. and so, so, I mean, that's not really a factor to, to, in my opinion. And, no. and the, the stadium split 50-50, so mm-hmm. that's not really much of an advantage. And you look in the parking lots, and, and there's, I mean, there's probably more Georgia fans there because I think Florida fans kind of take it for granted that it's so close.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but Georgia fans are there from Wednesday on. And it's like, it's crazy. Uh, I don't, I don't know if you've been since you've graduated or if if you've seen it, you know, from that outside perspective, but it is. And
1: it is, it it is amazing to see how many people, especially how many Georgia fans just go um, before they tour down the landing, just how many people go, they tailgate, and they go watch the landing, you know, or, you know, you go to the RV park that's down there. They have this, I mean, RVs just everywhere and people are out there just having fun and Doing all that stuff, and then a lot of a lot of our classmates were at Georgia. You now they just go to St. Simon's. Yeah. you know, and uh, they'll watch the game over there. They'll take a boat over. So I mean, there's so much that goes on outside of that stadium, where there's just so much excitement, you know, for yeah. that football game.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's insane, and, and there's usually Halloween parties everywhere mm-hmm. uh, that you can go to. I mean, the landing was nuts, uh, and and um, I actually got hit in the head with a bottle. Uh, it it came from the uh, it came from one of those like upper deck places. It just came yeah. flying in and bam, you know, hit me like it like landed like hit me like right in the chest. You know, like it like bounced off my face and hit and, like landed. My like, like I caught it.
1: You know, it's more like hey, thanks, appreciate it, but give me a heads up next time.
0: Yeah, j- or just like put the cap on it and like make sure it's cold, <laughs> and you know, I'll be glad to drink it.
1: Uh, exactly.
0: But yeah, I you know, I had no idea where it came from because it was so crowded. I mean, you're just mm-hmm. packed in there like sardines. And uh I look I mean, there's like a sea of blue fans up in the top row, so I just figured yeah. it came from there. I just figured somebody just launched it in the crowd and just to see what would happen. And yeah, this is a bit written
1: all over it. Oh god, yeah. It's
0: uh <laughs> I'll be <laughs> yeah, you know, the numbers are going up and they're gonna continue to go up, man. After this game, it's gonna be there's gonna be a huge spike at UGA and a huge spike at, at Florida, uh within mm-hmm. the student body. Of course Athens kinda of got it out of the way early. They they oh shit, they just they just went on with it. Yeah. Um but yeah, so I mean it, it's you know, from we always our tailgating experience, um you know, for me, I I worked for Coach Rick and Coach Gardner, uh from O two to O six and I came back in oh seven your freshman year. I was I was there. Mm-hmm. Um in, in the office. So we probably crossed paths and had no idea that we crossed paths. I was yeah. in the locker room frequently delivering mail. That was one of my, one of my tasks. I did films. I uh, would load films up and then I would deliver mail to, to the players. And then I would just, I would just stop in randomly because y'all had that Powerade fountain.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: That was, that. that's the best power raid I've ever had.
1: Man. I know. I don't know what they do, but shoot now, man, they got the cafeteria on top of the, of the weight room now. I mean, just seeing everything they have now compared to what we had, it's it's getting better and better. It's Basically, like they say, keeping up with the jaws. and So when Clemson got a slide, it was like, all right, that's the standard. Everybody's going to get a slide now and then. was who, the first to get the,
0: the Who's the first to get the barbershop? Sorry to cut you
1: off. Oh uh, well, well, I don't remember who that was.
0: Was it A and M?
1: Might have been A and M. And then, then Bama, you know, then
0: Bama got it. Then yeah, then everybody started getting barbershops.
1: And then, you know, um, LSU got the the sleep in like lockers, yeah. you know, that the student body was upset about because they didn't get books in the library, you know, so, you know. Morgan you know, was the first they, to
0: get the, yeah.
1: They yeah. always say we're spoiled athletes, but, you know, just think about we put in so much work that nobody sees. You just see us on Saturday. You don't see the work. You don't see the study halls. You don't see the weightlifting. You don't see all that stuff. So, I mean, if you're upset that I got a place where I can lay my head after entertaining you for a couple hours, then you know, bye. I don't care about that.
0: Yeah, you probably got bigger issues. So, like, what what was you know, what was the day like for you? Was it like was it you get up eight o'clock, go to your classes, and then like you're not that you're scheduled till like ten?
1: Yeah. So, you know, you're you're year, year it changes. Um, you know, freshman year we had mandatory study hall that started at seven. Um, and then, you know, if your grades are great, you know, after that, then you'd have to go to study hall anymore. So basically we get up, go to class, um, we have a mandatory lunch. Um, so that started about twelve. And then we were in locker room, you know, from basically three to six, six thirty, something like that. because um, we got film. Then we got practice. Um, and then if you had a tutor, you had to go back to the to the um back to tutoring. Um, and then you know you're in your home. So, you know, it was an all day thing, you know, year round. Even even during the springtime, it's the same schedule all the time because you still had weights. And then when spring football hit, then you had class, study hall, weights, practice, study mm-hmm. hall again, and then you just repeat every single day.
0: Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I, I I'm offended that you guys got a place to put your head down because you know, I, I couldn't <laughs> get that new wing of the library that I could go and sneak and play my uh play my games.
1: Oh man, you know. How how I dare you play, come in? Play here? World of Warcraft. <laughs> how
0: how dare you come in here and brag about your your new reclining locker and <laughs> and totally offend me because I didn't get new desks in the uh in the the Franklin College of Arts and Sciences, and, uh, what's and wrong with
1: interesting, you? And trust me, you know I completely I know, you know we joke about it, but you know I completely I, I can see where where you're coming from.
0: You yeah, know I mean, when you when, need all that when, stuff. When, when that
1: happened, but if yeah. if you if we could trade lives, I promise you, if you could trade a life with a football player for just a day, and we could be a regular student, then you would completely understand. You know why why things are done the way they're done. You know yeah. we we. You know, they, they just passed over with NCAA where, you know, you can, you can make money off yourself. So, you know, when I was playing, you know, A.J. Green was suspended, you know, for what, four games, you know, for, for signing his jersey and selling yeah. it. Yeah, you know, man, so, man. I mean, you know, and that's, that's what kind of got me upset because I was like, do you understand the work that we put in? We can't get a job. You know, because yeah. NCAA monitors that. So, so we can't really get a job because football's year-round. It's it's year-round. You're always doing something, you know, so we can't really get a job. And at the same time, we also want to do stuff, too. You know, um, we want to go out to eat, you know, and stuff like that. So, you know, all of us, you know, aren't able, you know, to do things like that. You know, we're, we're just there to play ball, get an education, you know. And mm. part of that, you know, if we get – you know perk here and there you know is it's greatly appreciated
0: yeah i imagine and and that's you know that's not to slight the, the the academic world because i think that's important and i think they do deserve uh new improvements in in, in the buildings around campus and and they're getting those you know mm-hmm. they they i think they've built they've rebuilt tape um they've you know i think they've put a second slc in right
1: i mean they, um, i'm mistaken yeah
0: yeah i mean i remember when they put the original slc in um that was uh I remember it being built my freshman year and, and that thing was think it was awesome. Uh, um, I spent a lot of time in those computer labs there, uh writing papers and you know, uh just hanging out between classes. I would go to that Chick fil A at Tate Center all the time. Uh so I yeah, I remember that vividly. And I remember all the construction that was going on uh in South Campus. Um I remember the chemistry building getting overhauled, you know. You know things happen, and a lot of that's football money, and money that's yeah. generated from from tailgating and city revenues and you know, whatever else. UGA merchandise. Um, I don't know. What, I don't know what all goes into university funding, but you know, I imagine it's all. You know, it's all interrelated, and you know, I'm sure they took some. For, I'm sure football gave some to the university, and they they funded all the non the non uh, revenue sports as well. So,
1: I mean, well, people. Definitely-
0: People who don't appreciate football should appreciate the things they get from football, and that drives me nuts when they don't.
1: Yeah, I've seen, man, it's, it's – it's, the campus of Georgia is so different now. You know, um, they got a couple of new dining halls, which they look awesome. The, the campus at Georgia right now is absolutely beautiful. Um, so, you know, everybody benefits, you know, from football season. i um, not saying that it is the, the all the end-all, but, you know, every sport from high school – you know, up to college, you know, if football's not being played, then you know, the the atmosphere suffers. Um, 'cause so you gotta think a lot of times there's really nothing to do in Athens. Right. You know, except for during football season. You know, all the bars and stuff, that's how they make their money. Um, all the restaurants and stuff from people being in town, the hotels and stuff like that. So everybody benefits from that. So um you just have to look at it like that. Everybody's gonna benefit from football. So you know, just leave us alone for a second, let us do what we
0: do. Yeah, just just, you know, let you do your thing, right?
1: That's it's it. It's
0: all it's all gonna benefit. It's all gonna put money in your pocket. It's all gonna give you an experience that you can go home and tell people about. So mm-hmm. like I, said, I don't get that. I I don't wanna spend the whole show talking about that, but I think it's just something that, that's that's kind of funny that you you know, I, I kinda laugh at it now. I'm sure it's you know, I'm sure it's annoying still, but uh yeah, what was your favorite dining hall? I I love Snelling. That was my favorite.
1: Man, we would go to we would go to Snelling all the time whenever we could get away. Yeah. I tell you what, my my, my true favorite was Bolton.
0: Ah, uh, Bolton was Bolton underrated.
1: Yes, that it, one it was, was, the, underrated. It was underrated. It was the underrated gym. We never knew about it because, you know, we stayed at ECV, um, yeah. so we always went to Snelling or we went to the uh, the ECV dining hall. But once we figured out where Bolton was at the ball game,
0: yeah. Yeah, Snelling St- was always my favorite. He, I, I, think, I think if ECV would have been there uh, while I was a student, I probably would have appreciated it more because the, the, the couple times I went, it was pretty good. But Snelling, man, mm-hmm. you, couldn't, you couldn't beat Snelling, man. That, was, that place was awesome.
1: And uh, it was, their breakfast, was. They, they had the best breakfast, that's for yeah. sure.
0: They had the omelet station. Yes. Yeah. So I, I would get the omelet and then I would go to like the wall of cereal and get cereal.
1: Man, uh, man, every yeah. cereal you could think of.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I would sometimes I would do like a cereal suicide. <laughs> I would I would do like Lucky Charms, Frosted Flakes, and cinnamon toast crunch and Rice Krispies. Mix the it all together. Oh, dude, it was man. I was like, I was in heaven though, man. It was great. <laughs> go, to, go to my go to my nine thirty class and just th- freaking chill, man. It was great. Um, so. I miss. I want to have a good old dining hall meal. I'm go. Oh. I'm, I'm on my way to Athens now. All right. I'll see you later.
1: <laughs> one more time for yeah. One more time for, for old times' sake.
0: Go snell and get a pizza. Um. So yeah. I, you know. I, I think it's you know, reminiscent about joy. I think about a lot of stuff that, that happened in Athens, man. I, it was a, it was a blur, man, uh, for me. Uh, and I remember, um, you know, lots of. You know, I remember sending lots of faxes uh, as a recruiting assistant. That was one thing that that we did. Did you ever get fax letters from us? Like, it was like a a good – it would have been like a good luck Israel in your game against
1: whatever. Yeah, we got those, and then they ended up doing a a big group thing um, for text messages. So, they ended up – when Josh Josh Brooks got there – they can't They got some software where you know they could text. They could text you meeting times and stuff like that. So yeah, um, when you were in there, we got the faxes, and then when he when he came in, you know, we started getting the um, the text messages.
0: It was from this thing called Recruiting Radar, I think. Yeah, yeah. That they were when I came back, um, they were they they just gotten that.
1: It was pretty cool because you you yeah. never had a reason to be late.
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, that was cool, man. And uh, you know, I, I stayed uh, my freshman year. I, I was a Russell Hall, Russell Hall guy. Stayed in Russell okay. Hall, okay, uh, fifth, okay. fifth floor. Ah, oh, shit, don't even get me started on that. I, I could, we we, <laughs> could, we could, we could. I could spend, I could spend all night telling you all kind of stories. Um, so, like, did you ever, did you ever participate? I don't know if they kept doing this your freshman year, but they always had like freshman week or whatever. Like move-in week or like welcome to athens week or i don't know what the dog week i can't remember what they called it
1: yes we had dog night dog Um, night yeah um yeah we we would do that and then every time we had camp which is when everybody was essentially moving in um it was also rush week so yeah we would get on our scooters we would get on our scooters scooter and take our shirts off and we would ride down millage and honk our horns at the girls as they were doing the rush. And it is, it is a beautiful sight. when yeah. You see a lineman take his shirt off and have full pride as he's riding his scooter down millage. Yeah. It is, it is wonderful.
0: Yeah. And just all this glory hanging out.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. It, it, it was great.
0: Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. We used to, we used to make special trips too. I, I, I remember that stuff and you know, we'd go by and I'd be like, okay, all right. Enjoy the scenery. But uh, no, my freshman year for Dog Night, uh, Dave Chappelle was the uh, he, he he's the one that did the show.
1: Oh man, yeah, he's actually in Atlanta right now. He's doing shows in Atlanta right now.
0: Okay, nice. I might have to go check him out. But yeah, he did a free show. Uh, that was uh, that was pretty funny. And the guy that opened up for him like totally bombed. <laughs> and so Dave part of Dave Chappelle's bit that night was he came on and did that guy's jokes told that guy's jokes oh, and just killed.
1: And they were way funnier.
0: Yeah. They just killed But it could, the guy. I mean, I, I think the jokes could have been funny, but they just, his delivery was terrible.
1: Yeah. It's all about delivery. Oh, it's yeah. all about, delivery, can, can delivery you grab the attention Can you yeah. grab the attention of college kids and how fast can you grab it?
0: Yeah. And this guy didn't do it. Dave Chappelle obviously is a, is a pro at that point. Um, yeah. He had. Uh, it was right before. It was like right at the height of his stand-up career. Right before he got mm-hmm. the Chappelle Show. But um, I think uh, there was a guy. I don't know where he was, but he was somewhere behind me. He uh, he he knew he was so messed up. He only knew three words, right? And he yelled these three words for an hour and a half straight. Uh-oh. Right, weed, opium, and the phrase "eat acid."
1: Sounds like a party. Yeah.
0: Sounds so they, like he had
1: a great time.
0: He's. I'm sure he had a great time. I, I think. <laughs> I think he woke up probably somewhere going. Where? What in the world just happened? Where am I? Who is this? What's going on? <laughs> um. So yeah. No. That's. Uh. Yeah. He. Weed. Opium. Eat acid. Like a like
1: lot that goes on at Georgia Florida. That's what it's all oh, about. Oh, I'm
0: sure. I'm sure. We. Yeah, our setup there was cool too. We. We. uh one one of the one of the people uh, he's a, he's an alumni. Uh, he he is a he's like second in command at CSX. He might be running CSX Railroad at this point, but he was like he was a big way with the with the railroad company that's based out of there. And they had this tailgate spot where they pulled the trains up. They had these cool. office cars that they office and dining cars that they that they pulled up, and um, we went and tailgated and and uh, so that we so that uh, us as you know, a big group of idiots didn't, uh, didn't intermingle with all his potential clients. They built us, <laughs> did, did, I mean, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. They built us a playpen. They just roped us off an area, gave us our own bartender.
1: And told you stay here, do not s- move. Stay here.
0: They gave yes. us our own little RV, like to go to the bathroom and, and gave us a spread, gave us a full spread of food.
1: That's what you gotta do. Hey, right? don't talk to anybody that you yeah. see and just
0: stay here. No, I mean there was nobody to see. We were in our we were in our playpen. <laughs> there was no one to see. It was that just us. Me. It was us. And and so he, he would he came he would come he would come in and out. You know, he you know, he'd bring people in there. And, hey, you know, this is we met Sonny Purdue, he brought Sonny Purdue over. We got a big picture with him. man uh, yeah. Came in there, uh, you know, he'd be like, Oh, here's some tickets. Um and so yeah, we we had our own box like towards the end, like we had our own box. I mean, it was it was an experience, man. Like this guy is like loaded, man.
1: Yeah, was L- on no the St.
0: John's man. River. I mean, we go, I mean, it was god, my, I went like seven years in a row. Man, that's awesome. And, and every that's year awesome. it got better. Like the first year it was kind of like okay, we're caravanning, whatever. Second year it was a little bit better. We we rode like we at least had it organized. Uh, I think b- by the tail end of when I stopped going, we were mm-hmm. we were renting a party bus, like a, like one of those little mini buses, mm-hmm. and we had a police escort to the game.
1: Big time,
0: big time. Yeah, we. I mean, people pe- people are pulling over and everybody's peering in, like, who are these morons? <laughs> or like, or no, well, they would be saying, "Who's in that? Who's in that?" You know what? Fa- you know they probably thought we were all famous, and you know if they only knew, they'd be like, "Oh my God, what? <laughs> what, what is this?" Or Who they, or like out? they, or the ones that were near the tailgate site, they would see us come out of the bus, and they would go,
1: oh. they, like, <laughs> these guys,
0: these freaking, they're going into a playpen."
1: <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. You gotta love Georgia Florida week, baby. You gotta, yeah, love it. Georgia Florida week, you man. Got to love it
0: we we yeah it was it was so much fun and then we go in the game and just be disappointed you know yeah. my senior year it was the uh the Tertsinski filling in for DJ Shockley game mm-hmm. where they got up to a 21 point lead and we tried to make a comeback and it just wasn't wasn't meant to be i think if yeah. DJ's in that game we win
1: uh um, oh, most definitely
0: and you know, maybe we're sitting in, in better position for the BCS national championship oh, yeah. that year. Um, but it wasn't meant to be. Yeah, I got hurt against Arkansas. Um Martrez Milner decided he was going to um forget his hands. He left his hands oh. in Athens. Oh man. Yeah, that wasn't wasn't I do remember pretty. That game. Was not pretty I remember pretty. that
1: game. Yeah.
0: That was two thousand that was fall of two thousand five. I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two thousand six was a was a rough one too. Um two thousand six game was like just weird. It was just a strange every, game.
1: Every every year that game is, is different. Um you know, there's a different dynamic every year. Yeah. Um one team is the team that's always just supposed to dominate and win, loses. Yeah. It, it's it's like well, the year that we won it in seven, you know, Florida was expected to just roll over us, you know, and roll over and beat us. You know, yeah. we ended up winning.
0: Yeah, we ended up winning so, forty two to thirty, I think. It was like a shootout yeah. win.
1: Yeah, and then the next year we obviously know what happened. You know, it was yeah. great hype. You know, they came on the field last year and this, that, and the third, and you know, the very first play, Brandon Spice hits no shot then dead <laughs> in the face and like climbs yeah. over and like talking to him while he's while he's on top of him so. When that happened, it's like, well, boys, we're in for one tonight.
0: Yeah, this is gonna be a long night. Then 09 was much of the same.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: 09, 09 was the the gram I call it the Grambling year. They came out and yeah. they looked like Grambling. Y'all came yeah. out in those what'd you think the of those black, uniforms? I forget the black pants. I, I, f- I forget you wore those. What what do you Yeah, mean? I was there. The pants well, were we awesome. I like the black we pants. Didn't,
1: we didn't know what was going on and then all of a sudden you know, you see black helmets, you're like, okay, this look okay, this looks good. And then we all we all know what happened in that game. So
0: yeah.
1: Um they they've had they've had our number, um, you know, especially during the Spurrier years. Yeah. Um, you know, since he lost to Georgia. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: which cost him a trip to the next championship game, you know, he's always had it out for Georgia. So mm-hmm. you know, those years were just rough. And then um two thousand eleven when we finally got back on the winning track and now it's, it's more it's more okay. This is what it's supposed to look like.
0: Yeah. Did you wear those did you wear those really bad Power Ranger uniforms? Against boys? Uh, there? yes, we did. That We're was still my senior there, right?
1: year. Yeah. yeah. that was my senior year.
0: Did, did did you hate those as much as the fans did?
1: I love we I loved it. Um I, as a matter of fact, I have that jersey framed um at my house right now. Um yeah. You know, we 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 loved it. You know, we thought we 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 thought we looked good, but the score obviously didn't reflect yeah. that at the end.
0: Yeah, um, I, I, yeah. I thought they said, were. I I didn't I didn't like the red on red. You know, but I guess that was kind of the whole color rush philosophy. The helmets yeah. kind of look cool. I did. I didn't understand yeah. the. I didn't understand the little red in the front of the face mask. I didn't get that one.
1: Well, some um, of them had it, and then some of them didn't. Yeah. It was a crazy dynamic that that night.
0: Yeah, uh, I think I'm trying to think of what would have made those uniforms better. I think if you had like silver pants, maybe if you just went with like a hybrid silver pant, like that that looked was slightly different design that matched the jersey. I think that would have been mm-hmm. that would have been sick. But all red just kind of seemed like y'all were trying. It just kind of seemed like Nike was trying too hard. I don't know
1: yeah that was when you know you know they do so much now, especially with the n f l um they yeah. they changed nike experiments so much with them um with the color schemes and uh-huh. stuff like that, so I think we were the we were the guinea pig, and they figured yeah. out, okay, let's not do that part anymore um yeah. let's do something else so i mean the color schemes now, especially when you watch the n f l now um they they look so different and they look good um, yeah some so. of them
0: some of them really look good, um some of them not so much,
1: yeah. Like the
0: Rams all uh, yellow? Black. No.
1: Mm-mm. Nah, I'm not really a fan mm-hmm. of the yellows.
0: Nope. Um, but then you have the, uh, the, C- the Seahawks highlighter
1: uniforms. Which does look good.
0: Do- those are like so far on the bad spectrum that so they look really good. Yeah. Um, Oregon's really giant numbers. I-, I don't know if I'm digging that. I
1: don't know. Oregon's, Oregon's swag is just different. You know yeah. that that's where Nike, that Nike experiments with them all the time. So
0: yeah, um, now, now, hard, norma- normally, normally I, I dig what they do uh, with their mm-hmm. uniforms. A lot of people don't. You know, I, I you know I zig when a lot of people zag in that regard. Yeah, but uh, you know, I just think you know they could have probably done the 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 power. I call them Power Rangers. They probably could have done mm-hmm. Power Ranger uniforms a little bit better. Uh, Nike could have, um, but uh, yeah, the black helmets I think were. It just it just seemed out of place. I don't know. I guess I mean they look cool. Um I wish I wish we'd wear black jerseys more.
1: Yeah, I know. Those, those are, are are we the away? No, we're the home team this year.
0: That'd be awesome if we came out in black we jerseys. Wore,
1: we wore white last year, I do remember yeah. that.
0: It'd be awesome if we came out in black. Um that nah, I would I would go nuts. I like the black yeah. jerseys. And and I like the fact that or I like the idea of just let's just wear. Don't mm-hmm. make any fanfare. Just wear them,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know. Establish it. Establish that's it true. as one of your one of your, one of your jerseys. Put it in the rotation. That way, nobody makes a big deal about it.
1: Because mm-hmm. I think that's part it. of it,
0: I think part of it for Georgia fans is they feel like there's some sort of fake juice trying to happen. Yeah,
1: and yeah, it was, we're trying to build the natural juice, natural
0: yeah. juice flavor. And, yeah. and, it's, and, and it's not, it, it's not, it's not true. It's just, it, it should be just, Hey, these look good. They're part of our color scheme and let's roll with it. Yeah? That's it. I like the red pants. I think they should keep the red pants.
1: I like, I like that look. I like the look yeah. that they had when they played Arkansas.
0: Yeah. That was a good look.
1: Yeah. And it's a tribute to, you know, that, that 1980 team and yeah. you know, that, that, that run that they had. And, you know, it's just, it's all about tradition too. Yeah, mm-hmm. If you're going to throw it back, you know, you know, throw it back with some tradition, a little bit of tradition mixed in. I, I think that works.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I like the Heinz Ward black pants too. The, you know, the,
1: the black with the red stripe. Yeah. I like that look.
0: Yeah, that's a good look. It's a good alternate look.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: You know, so there are lot, a lot of cool things you can do. And I guess you could experiment with the helmets. But um, because we got beat down that year at Florida, I. I call that the Grambling game because we did look like Grambling, but, <laughs> um, you know, they have the they had the black helmets with the
1: with the G on the side, with mm-hmm. the G
0: like the it has like the gold outline, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, so has anything changed in your mind with this game? Uh, pre looking at, looking at this game, is any anything kind of popped out at you since we last spoke about you know what's going to happen, what what you know what are some more keys that are emerging? What's you know. Any injury updates and, you know, anything that you, that you want to take a look at?
1: Uh, nothing that I've seen. Um, I'm interested to see what the defense looks like with the, uh, with the guys we've, we've, uh, we've got out this week. Um, who's going to play? Um, is Clay Walker going to be able to play this week? I'm interested to see that. Um, but for the most part, I mean, this, this game is all about execution. Um, and you know as well as I do, every year there's always a possibility of rain in Jacksonville. Um, it's either raining or it's cold, or it's cold and raining. So um, I think the weather might play a little bit of a factor this week down here, um, especially for us down here in too because we're, we're right next to Jacksonville. Um, so um, just ex- execution this week. Can, can we stop the, the the cows and the Tony, you know, yeah. um, and can we pick up blitzes when, when Coach Grantham sends them? I mean, I still call him coach graphic. <laughs> but can, can we stop can we stop the blitzes? Um, you know, and, and can we get the ball out fast enough let our playmakers work, you know, when we do throw the football? Can we control the line of scrimmage? Is definitely gonna gonna play effect this week. Can we get pressure on Trash? Um, can can we hit him? Can we get to them? Is it gonna be a major game? Can we run the football? Can we control the trench? Can we control the, the line of scrimmage in the trenches? Um running the football, you know, pass protection, you know, little things like that. Um, so I'm, I'm interested to see um, the dynamic of this football game and how how we come out um, and the mindset going into this game also. You know, is the defense going to be weary because they have guys missing? You know, is the offense going to be weary because all the things that's going on with Stetson Bennett right now? Um, so I think they just got to block out the noise and just go to work.
0: Yeah, I mean I, I think there, you know, we, we talked about the juice and the energy. I just think that there's some people that just gotta step up and and, and play and make plays and uh you know, just just someone needs to be that guy, whether it's Kiris Jackson, uh Dominique Blaylock was that guy last year who kind of got it all sparked and going. Um does D Rob, uh Demetrius Robertson, does he does he factor in on offense? Mm-hmm. Um, does he, you know, w- w- what happens in this game, you know, defensive linemen, there's some guys on the defensive line that need to take, that need to take charge and, and step up Zion Logue, uh, a kid that, um, before I, you know, I, I left after his sophomore year, but, um, I coached him up in, up in his hometown of Lebanon. Uh, he's somebody that could play a factor. He's a huge kid.
1: Um, mm-hmm.
0: you know, you have him and you have Timon Mitchell and, you know, you have Norton there as well, uh, all, all looking to fill in on the defensive line. You're going to really see what kind of depth that Trey Scott has on that defensive line position. That's one that I'm going to look at to see if they can make a factor. Um, and, and scheme-wise, they just need – I mean, guys just need to do their job. And, That's and, it. And, and just be simple about it. Just do your job, and you'll be fine. Make plays when they come to you. Catch the ball when it comes to you. Run your routes. Get open. Create separation. You know, if you're Stetson Bennett, find windows to throw through. Take care of the football. Make good decisions. Um, and if you don't, we'll find somebody who does. And so, cool. you know, I, I think Stetson's going to have a huge game. I hope he has a huge game. Um, If he doesn't, then I hope DeJuan Mathis comes in and saves the day or Carson Beck. Some, someone. Someone's got to have a big day. Maybe Carson cool. Beck gets his debut in, in Jacksonville, his hometown. That'd be That'd be a story, wouldn't
1: it? Yeah, that'd be a huge story.
0: So yeah, I mean it. You know, there's just got to be a lot of, a lot of things happening, and and so, um, the first thing you got to find stability at the quarterback. You know, like I just said, but field position, big plays on special teams. Um, you know that 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 can't be understated as well. I think Kyrus Jackson has done a tremendous job as a return guy. Um, he's given us a lot of good starting field position throughout the course of the season. He's got to be a factor, right?
1: hmm I think just the way that he just fair catches the ball. You know you don't realize how important that is. you know you're you're not letting the ball hit and they're not able to down it. I um, mean you, you give your offense, you know the length of the field to work with, you know he's actually coming up and fair catching football. you know um that is a lost art in yeah. in the game of football. Just just fair catch the football. you know you're not going to give me yards, just fair catch football, and give your offense a chance. you know with some decent field position. Um I'm interested to see how we bounce back in the uh, you know we have that that field goal debacle, which is the only thing that's been bad about special teams this year. Um just the the mechanic mechanics with that you know field goal field goals are gonna be a premium in this game. Um so you know, just a little thing like that. And one thing I didn't mention earlier is how do we use the tight ends? No. Um, we we haven't we haven't seen them, you know, be – you know, as dominant as we thought they would be coming to the season. So do we, is this the game that we finally use the tight end?
0: Yeah. I mean, but there's been flashes. Like there was a Darnell Washington catch, a uh, Darnell Washington sighting in the, in the Arkansas game. He made a, he made a really nice catch on the sideline. Um And then Trey McKitty's gotten a few and Fitzpatrick's gotten a few, but they have really been, they've really been non-factors in the passing game. I mean, anyone not named Keiris Jackson has essentially been a non-factor in the passing game. Let's be honest about that. So, um, yeah, you know, I I would like to see this offense kind of spread the wealth more, kind of be a little bit more balanced. True balance, not 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 basic balance, true balance. Uh is what I'd like to see out of this offense and and get them get James Cook the ball in space, you know, feed Zamir, but also get you know, Keiris Jackson involved, get Pickens back in in the mix if he's playing. Uh get Marcus Roseme rocking and rolling get, you know, get those guys, you know, get the tight ends involved. You know, mm-hmm. find you know find some schemes that take advantage of you know that get Darnell Washington matched up on on a on a linebacker because he'll win that every time. Find mm-hmm. yourself ways to to get Karras Jackson running across the field and and what what's called transcontinental type uh, pass routes. You know, find mm-hmm. ways to find ways to to get Pickens in position to make big catches, not just back shoulder fades, but. You know slants, posts, things like that that he can that he can beat you over the top with, or or just even, even just give him the ball, and let him let him go to work, and because he he's a he's hell to tackle, yeah. So you know just just things like that, I think would 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 truly benefit this offense, and I think if you can keep Florida's defense off balance, you know Coach Grantham's scheme, um, and 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 you know you didn't you didn't necessarily play on the defensive side of the ball, but I mean you saw it in practice every day, those guys. His scheme can get really confusing at times. And and if you're and if Georgia's throwing a lot at him, I think he's gonna get confused. And he looks at his I call it the I call it the Cheesecake Factory menu because it's huge. It's <laughs> got it's got a little bit of everything on it. Um he's gonna look at his Cheesecake Factory menu and he's he's gonna be too busy just trying to find the perfect play and he's not gonna get in a rhythm in the game. Next thing you know, is rolling up thirty something points and Florida's not gonna know what hit him. So Mm-hmm. If they can keep if they can get Todd Grantham reeling, it's going to be a big day for Georgia. If they yes. can't, it's going to be a big day for the Gators.
1: Yes, it is and we all know once they get rolling there's no stopping that train. Um no. you know Dan Mullen's going to have something for us. You know he's he's trying to get that monkey off his back as well. Um because like you said they have not won since what, 2014 or some of like that. Um yeah. we we won-
0: M- I don't 14, think Mullen Mullin hasn't
1: Mullen won. won. Mullin hadn't won not won yet, but Floyd itself hadn't won the last couple of years. So you yeah, know I they think- they're finally trying to get that monkey out of the bat and they see the light at the end of the tunnel. They know, okay, if they beat us, they're on the fast track to so this the championship game. They know yeah. that. Um same thing for us. So it's just for us, it's just going out and executing. And for them, it's the same thing if they come out and execute. Um, they, they feel like they have the best chance to win. Who's going to create the most havoc to create a turnover? Um, and who can eliminate the big plays? Because um, if, you, if you watch this game and the history of it all, who, whoever gives up the most big plays loses this game. Um, mm-hmm. So each, de- each defense is going to be looking to not give up the big plays. So. Um, there's not many factors, but there's just little things within this game um, that can help or hurt each team.
0: Right, exactly, and so I think it's it's vital to just to just make your plays. You know, if you're on a coverage unit, go down and get the guy on the ground. Right? There's nothing. I I don't think there's a whole lot. Um, and obviously, there's stuff that that's more uh, juice, uh, I guess, that bring the juice. But you know, nothing gasses up the defense more than a big tackle, um, and less than stellar f- uh, field position for the other team. Than, than that happening on a kickoff or punt like mm-hmm. you, you see a, you see a gunner go down on the punt and the guy catches it and it immediately goes backwards and onto mm-hmm. his back you know that, that can build momentum in your defensive series that can make your defense feel good or, or you, you kick it off and and you stuff the guy at the 15 yard line and half the stadium is, is roaring and, and your defense is yeah. you know you, you know when your defense bounces onto the field. You're you're going to be in good shape at least for that series, right? If you, if your defense trots onto the field, ooh, okay,
1: you know, <laughs>
0: this might be a rough drive. But if they come bouncing, you know the bouncing I'm talking about, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, oh yeah, they got they got it's kind of like that, it, you know,
0: kind of like that strut bounce skip combo, you
1: mm-hmm. know. Uh,
0: if they come on doing that, ooh, mm-mm. you might as well just take three knees and punt. Yeah. And survive because something something bad's about to happen to you if, if defense yes. comes comes bouncing onto the field. So, you know, if, if if they can get some momentum things like that, even small momentum things like that, where you know you get a good coverage uh play on on, on a kickoff or a punt or or you you get a good return, you know, offense comes offense comes, you know, floating onto the field, gliding onto the field. Um, you know, when the offense glides into the huddle, you know that's about to, you know something's about to go down. <laughs> You know, for the offense, it's like the glide, and they're very smooth. You know, for the defense, yeah, they come. I can they always come.
1: tell what kind of day. Yeah, yeah, I can always tell what kind of day we're gonna have. Um, that first play of the game, when I tell my guys, "All right, this is the play and how they come out of the huddle, yeah. I can always tell what kind of what kind of drive it's going to be. Yeah. Um. So I, I I definitely understand where you're coming from with that. So and and like I said, like we talked about earlier, you know, it's Georgia Florida. You know. Yeah. We, if this game right here is the one. If you don't get up for one, this is the one that everybody gets up for. Yep. And even with, I think it's the stadium's going to be at what maybe half capacity or a quarter of the capacity that it normally is. That game is still Georgia Florida, and mm-hmm. and, and it's going to be so much emotion and stuff because each team has so much weighing on that game. Mm-hmm. Um, if you win, you're on a fast track to the championship game, and you win, you pretty much you know got the East lock. You know, of course, you have the rest of the season, but you know, you pretty much secured everything. So, um, with so much on the line for both teams, um, I think they're going to come out ready to play. I think, and I just can't wait to watch it. I, I, can't, I can't wait to watch that game at
0: 3.30. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, told, I told my wife, even, I said, and she's a Clemson grad, so she really doesn't – I mean, she's been with me long enough now and she's seen me watch so many Georgia-Florida games. I think she's starting to understand it. But I told her, I said, listen, if you told me I was only allowed to watch one Georgia game. Like if the world told me, "Hey, pick one Georgia game. That's the only thing you're gonna. That's the only game you're ever gonna be able to watch. Which one are you choosing?" I said, "Easy, Georgia Florida.
1: You Got to. That's it. That's like,
0: it's, it's, it's easy. It's the 2:30 CBS game every single year. It's the first game they pick mm-hmm. every single year. So, um, yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to Georgia coming out. I mean, I, I don't doubt that Georgia's gonna come out and play hard. It's just gonna be which team can capture that early momentum." You know, if if, if we, you know, even if Florida scores on their first series, like if they if we kick it off to them, and even if they take it down and score, how they score is even important. Like if they come down, oh. I I think it's a win for Georgia if they if they have to if they force them to drive more than ten plays. Yes, if if they take them ten plays and just make it exhausting to take it down there and get points, whether it's se- whether it's seven or whether it's three, uh, if if it's exhausting to get points. I think that's going to wear on the confidence of the Gators because they're they're a fast-paced offense. They are a chunk play, big play offense. And they they thrive on that stuff. They get their momentum from those big plays. And if they can't get those big plays and they have to work for it, it gets exhausting. I mean, my team, my Hillwood team, we're not built for we we're, we're we're going I mean, six plays or less if we're not scoring then we just need to go ahead and punt the ball cuz our, our team gets mentally exhausted. our team cannot hang in there. Our team can't hang in the reverse air on a twelve play drive. It's it's ridiculous. So I mean, there's something to that that mental fatigue and that that attention span. And I think the attention mm-hmm. spans are shortening rapidly. Which that's just a generational thing. I mean, my attention spans shortened w- way down since I got this little guy, this little phone. Down there. Down
1: there, um,
0: right. my, you know, I You know, I I'll admit it. I'm not scared to admit it. My my attention, span, you know, the the, you know, I'll I'll dive into the Twitter and get lost or, you know, I'll dive into the Facebooks or, you know, whatever, whatever app I'm in. um, It just gets my attention and it takes it away. And, you know, I used to be more focused before I got my phone, but such is life. But going back to my original point uh, with this ADD podcast, um, you know, Florida's, you know, if we, if we can make Florida drive, make Florida work, they're going to get frustrated. They're going to make mistakes. This is where, Last year's game, you remember where they called the two timeouts in the in the same series in the first quarter, and yes, Dan Mullen just I do remember. lost his mind. It's stuff like that uh, that happens that gives us a, a, an upper hand in the game.
1: Exactly. I look forward to seeing Dan Mullen with his visor and his headset is like over the gator head, yeah, yeah. and he's trying to figure it out because he don't know what to do.
0: Yeah.
1: Like that's what I'm, that's what I'm looking forward to seeing mm-hmm. um, this weekend. You know, because like you said, they're fast-paced offense. So they they get their, they get their their looks and, and, and their excitement off of big plays. And If we eliminate those, uh, we get quarter, we get a pressure on the quarterback, and then we hit trash hard and hit them often, um, and we stop the cows, both cows and the Tonys. I think I think, I think it's gonna be fine. I, yeah. I really do.
0: Yeah, I mean, start off just shutting down the run. Right, which that's not going to be very hard. Shut down their run, get a couple shots on Trask, and you know, they're like I said, they're going to get completions. It, mm-hmm. It's going to happen. They're going to move the ball. They're they're probably going to put the first. They're probably going to be the first team to put the ball in the end zone. Kyle Pitts mm-hmm. will score. Kyle Pitts will score the first touchdown. I I would love to see the money line on that. It's probably like minus ten thousand. <laughs> He's going to score the first touchdown. It's going to happen. Let's just get it out of the way. It's going to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you can make that happen on the 10th play of the drive and you get a couple shots in on Kyle Trask, that's going to benefit you later on in the game. So yes. you've got to make early investments for the long-term future of the game.
1: Exactly.
0: And, 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 exactly. and Kirby knows that. Kirby does that. You see him do that. You know, he, he, gave, up two, he gave up two shot plays against Tennessee in the first half, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't panic, right? They got, they got a shot in on Garantano. That paid off later because mm-hmm. they got another shot in on him and he and he spilled the ball. We get it and we score. We didn't score. Same legally. with
1: Felipe, same with Felipe Franks. We yeah. kept hitting Felipe and guess what happened? He he coughed he, it up. He
0: coughed it up because you, you get that early investment. You know, you didn't get home on a couple of blitzes in the first half.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But you got in you got there in time to get a legal shot on him. Mm-hmm. That pays dividends. People don't realize that. So, hit shot him early and hit
1: them off and make just, just hit it.
0: Just hit him. Whether the ball's out or not, whether they complete it or not, hit him. Put him on the ground. Mm-hmm. He's not – I mean, Kyle Trask, he's not Superman. He's not, a, he's not immune to getting hit. I mean, if you if you knock Trevor Lawrence around, I'm sure he's going to struggle. LSU did it in the national championship. So, no, no mm-hmm. quarterback that I've ever seen, even Brady and Manning, the two greatest that will ever lace it up in the NFL, they're not immune to it. Peyton Manning gets rattled around a little bit. He, 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 he throw, he's liable to throw for six picks. Yeah. He's done that a couple of times in his career. So no quarterback is immune to, to getting hit. It's going to rattle him. So why not? Rattle the cage. You're going to get a few sacks later on in the game. You're going to get some big plays off of that. So just keep doing it. So, um, But, yeah, I'm excited to see what Aziz Ozilari can do. He's you know Him and his brother are the two sack leaders in the SEC, uh, BJ down at LSU. He's about the only good thing happening uh, at lSU at this moment LSU. so um but yeah so I, I see this being a, a you know an upper 30s game I, I see Georgia coming out 38 34 somewhere in that ballpark um the spread for this um if you must know the spread for this if I can find it on Bet online um, is man. This is good radio right here. Uh, as I find this spread, um, Georgia is favored by three and a half. So I think they would co- – I think with a 38-34 victory, they will cover the spread. The over-under set at 53 and a half. Do you think there's that many points?
1: Mm, I don't know. Come well, on. I think the weather the is going to be a factor um, this weekend. Um, if it's not, if, if, if it's just sunny and seventy. I guess 72 now because um, we're trying, we're finally getting a little, little winter look down here. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it, you know, that game, I think it's, you know, 27 24, George on top, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if weather is a factor, I think it's 13 10 us, you know, just some, you know, so we, we keep it simple. It's a, it's a defensive ball game. Um, and I like our defense right now over theirs. So,
0: Exactly, I, I I do too. I think our defense is going to make big plays. You know, I, I think still, some Georgia fans are praying for rain because that that's that's advantage us. So, um, but yeah, so I I think Georgia covers. I think Georgia takes the win in the cover. I mean, was there any doubt that we we're going to pick? Uh, I mean, there was no chance I was going to pick Florida. But
1: yeah,
0: no. um, and it, it's a small spread. So,
1: Georgia could be playing. Georgia could be playing the Green Bay Packers, and they're up 34-10, to 10, and I'd probably still take Georgia. Yeah. You know, I just, it's, it's just hard for me. From being, it's my alma mater. You know, i played there. It's just hard for me to bet against them, even though, you know, the odds are stacked against them at times.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's take a look at some of the other games around the conference. Um, I think we've previewed this one to death. So, um, I think we've covered every single angle, right? <laughs> So you you should be well prepared. If you don't make 100 on this exam, I'm, I'm worried about you.
1: Hey, this is the Believe in Dogs Network. I mean, come on. I mean, that, that's what we do. We talk, we talk about the dogs.
0: That's what we do. We talk about the dogs. Well, let's talk about some other dogs here, um, the ones out west in, Stark, in Starkville. Mississippi State is hosting Vandy, the Futility Bowl, the battle for last place in the conference. Mississippi State mm. is nineteen point favorites. Wow,
1: mm. that's a lot of points.
0: What do we make of this game? Like, I don't even know. I don't even know where to start here.
1: Man, that, I think I think that's too much. I mean, let let's be honest here. Vandy Vandy's going to play defense. I mean, that, that, yeah. that's what they're going to do. You know, they 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 might not be able to do anything offensively, but they're going to play defense. So I think as bad as they've been struggling, Mississippi State's been struggling on offense, I think I think nineteen is a lot of points. Now I could yeah. be proven wrong between now and then, but I think yeah. nineteen points is a bit much um for for this game.
0: Yeah, now Vandy's been getting blown out by everybody. So it I wouldn't put it past Mississippi State to finally put one together and 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 trot out of here with a thirty point win. But then again, it's Mississippi State since since they uh, since they played LSU, they've only scored three touchdowns. Yeah. and and they've been when when you say when you want to describe a team as putrid, they've been putrid, discombobulated. It just seems like you know, and, and obviously Mike Leach recruits a certain type of kid. You know, he, mm-hmm. it's a you know <clears throat> to play at Mississippi State is still a very very niche group of personnel, and. It's not. It's not something you can just plug and play. Anybody in that system, you have to have certain type of skill sets. He doesn't have yeah. that yet. So no, not yet at all. So so I'm not ready to like throw the towel in on on Mike Leach. But um, as of right now, I think this is going to be a struggle for him. I don't know if either team can score 19 points.
1: Yeah, that that's that's that is yet to be seen, especially like, from Bandy.
0: The over under is 45. I'm tempted to take this thing way under
1: um, on I that, think I
0: um, but you know I'm gonna take Vanderbilt to cover the spread because you know I think in a game like this you take the underdog because I mean it's gonna be it's gonna be a low scoring affair and I, I just it's just gonna be it's this this game's gonna set football back about ten years.
1: Yeah, this this is a this, gonna a be this is a this is a well this would be a pickem for me. Which yeah. team do you think is not going to mess up? Yeah. And is going gonna, to gonna actually help you? And so I'm, yeah. I'm like you, yeah, I'm, I'm taking Vandy in this one as well.
0: Yeah, um, th- I'm taking Vandy. Uh, I don't know if they necessarily win, but this is this is going to be the next step in the road to um, get Derek Mason the defensive coordinator job next year mm-hmm. game because uh, as a head coach, he's he's not. He ain't doing well. I yeah, and 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 I think Derek Mason's been. I think Derek Mason is represented Vanderbilt fairly well, mm-hmm. but you know I think the time is there where he needs to just go back to the Pac twelve, flourish as the defensive coordinator, and and just and just just go. He's a West Coast guy, so no offense to him. I like Derek Mason, but it's just time. All right, uh, your boys, the Fighting Bobos. They are ten point oh, underdogs, oh. which is kind of surprising. I think fi- I, I kind of figured with the way they were struggling a little bit on defense, this this line might be a little bit higher. Uh, but Texas A comes in. I guess it's the the road factor. They come in as road favorites at ten points. Over under set at sixty nine or fifty nine. I'm sorry. Um, oh. Kellen Mond is on fire. It's, between him and Mac Jones, to me, those are the two best quarterbacks in this conference
1: yeah they're they're playing at a high level right now, so I think I'm going to take saying them as much as it pains me to go against my man um Bobo and you know all my guys. I got a couple of buddies over there at south carolina um, yeah,
0: Joe's uh, over there too, right
1: yeah Joe's over there, and um my um actually I got a receiver over there as well okay. um he, he's actually back this week off an of the, off an injury um uh, Bell. I'm from okay. Valdosta, um, okay. tight end uh, athlete, hybrid kind of kid. But nice. um, just the way that kellerman has been playing, the way Texas A&M's been playing lately, I think they'll, I think they're they're going to cover this week. And um, you know they they're just playing so well right now. And I think Jimbo's figured it out. I yeah. think the players have figured it out. Um, so um, I got to think I, I got to go with Texas A&M on this one.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm with you there. It's just too. Just South Carolina is just not quite there yet. They're doing some really good things on offense, and then they stall out. Then they do some really good things, Then they stall out. Defensively, they get a couple stops. Then big play, big play, couple stops, couple stops, big play, big play. They're just inconsistent all over the board. So I think AM wins, and I think they cover. Um, and uh, I think on I mean, he's steadily becoming one of my favorite quarterbacks. Those guys are just having fun there now those guys are those you know and and that they're just playing loose and that that, you know that's kind of as much talent as they have that's probably all it took
1: yeah i think they figured out that jimbo's not going to change so they might as well change and do do what he wants them to what 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 he wants them to do um and it's it's been paying dividends for them the last couple games so um, they've actually been fun to watch so yeah, Looking forward been. to that one too.
0: They they have been. I never thought I never thought coming in the season I would say that, but they, they actually have been. I've I've been enjoying yeah. their games. I enjoyed their game against Arkansas last week, who mm-hmm. is actually only one and a half point uh underdogs at home against Tennessee. This game mm-hmm. might as well be a pick 'em. So this game is about as close to a straight up game as you can get. So this is right up your alley, uh, Israel. Are are you still a hog believer or do you think Tennessee can turn it around? What the The battle of the uh the mediocre maxed out senior quarterbacks. What do you What do you think happens in this one?
1: I am a, I am a hog believer. Um, if Felipe Friends cannot do Felipe things, um, they definitely come out with a victory. Um, I think Tennessee is just Tennessee just trying to get by now. Um, they finished so well last year. Um, at the beginning of the season this year, you know they they had flashes where, man, Tennessee might. They might be pretty good as of late. They look like the old Tennessee that we've been used to seeing. So um, you know, I think Arkansas bounces back. You know, I think Coach Pittman, you know, gets them going. Um just because, you know, that's just what he does. And yeah. I think, like I said, if Felipe Franks doesn't do Felipe things, I think Arkansas comes out with a victory.
0: Yeah, I'm 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 with you there. And and if and even if he does like a couple of Felipe things, you know, I think the running game with uh traylon smith and, and rakeem boyd who rushed for a hundred yards uh last week and a touchdown. Right. I, I mean he had a hundred on the dot. Um mm-hmm. and, and the way this defense plays, I, I think they're gonna get a couple on defense. I mean they're they're a havoc based defense. They're physical. They fly around they tackle well in space. I mean I you know they're just I yeah you know, I think Barry Odom is you know definitely should be uh should be coordinator of the year. Uh he, he should definitely be up for the Frank Royals award. Because uh, he's done – I mean, he's done an outstanding job up there. And and Sam Pittman, I mean, can you think of anybody else who who's possibly could be coach of the year?
1: No, I think from from what we've seen from Arkansas these last couple of years to what he's done already in just a couple of games is just amazing. You know, and that's – and I'm not just being biased because I love Sam Pittman, but just, just look at the body of work. Um, last year against Texas A&M, the way that game started, you know, Arkansas would have folded up to the 10. They'd have been done. Yeah. But they fought and they kept coming back. You know, they kept throwing punches, you know, made their game, a, they made their game respectable. You know, yeah. so they weren't doing that last year. And you no, can they, tell they, that he, they he's, he's instilled a sense of pride in him. And, yeah. and, it's, and it's been great to see.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've been a lot of fun to watch. I mean, you know, the Georgia game, they come out and punch us in the mouth. It's seven to five at halftime. it looks like a baseball baseball game. (laughs) Yeah, nice baseball game. I mean, you know, the Georgia game depth took over, right? You know, that's pretty Mm -hmm. safe to say. They just couldn't hang because, A, this is the first time they'd ever played together under under Sam Pittman. B, they just, you know, COVID really ate into their depth and really ate into their ability to to train properly. And they just just don't have the dudes yet to sustain in those type games. So that got them. Auburn, special teams in a blown call got them. Man. Right. Then they won the next two. And then, you know, last week, I think, um, you know, AM just, was just a better team.
1: They, a, yeah, A&M, they ran into a good AM team. Yeah. A&M,
0: AM beat it. them. Arkansas did nothing to lose that game. AM mm-hmm. did everything to win that game, which you're probably saying, well, yeah, they, they beat them. No, No kidding. But there is a difference between a team. Winning and a team losing. Like, mm-hmm. like South Carolina lost that game to LSU. Yes. LSU lost in glorious fashion to, to Auburn. Right? Oh, Alabama oh. beat Georgia.
1: <laughs> yes, they did.
0: Right? AM beat Arkansas. AM beat Ole Miss. Mississippi State beat LSU. Uh, let's see. Who else? Tennessee. Got beat by Kentucky. They got, yeah, Kentucky beat, <laughs> beat them down, beat Tennessee. But Tennessee had some moments where they, 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 they lost. So mm-hmm. You might get said that you you could argue both on that, but the other games I mentioned, you can't Um, because, you know, they, you know, they played the other team, the opponents played a really good game. So um, I'm taking Arkansas. Um, I, I think they win. Uh, I think they, they win fairly big. I think Guarantano has a awful day at Razorback stadium. I, you know, they're a tough home team. I think, um, I think Rakeem Boyd and Traylon Smith, are going to run wild on him. Travion Burks. Um, I think he's going to have another big day receiving, uh and this Arkansas offense is gonna finally put it all together. Kendall Bryles has done a tremendous job so far of just building that scheme little by little each week, doing what's doing what's comfortable for them. I think he continues to progress and those guys have a, an outstanding game. Um and, and I think I think you're looking at the Vols who are starting to second guess Jeremy Pruitt.
1: Yeah, that's what it that's what it's looked like over there.
0: So um, but that that'll do it for the SEC games. I mean, there's only four of them, so um, you know, I think we, you know, we've got a good slate of of those games. Um, I guess the recent news on on Ben is he's having connection issues and and you know he's unable to join us at this point. But maybe we can get him for the reaction show. Um, and so you know, technology technology got us on this one,
1: Israel. It's always it's great when it works and it sucks when it doesn't. Mm-hmm.
0: That's okay though. Um, you know, I'm sure you know we'll we'll get a hold of Ben at some point and we'll we'll talk to him. This you know. We'll try to make it a family. I'm hoping we can make it a, a a family smack talk session where you're, where you're on the better end of it on on Sunday or whenever we meet next. So,
1: man, um, one can only hope. One can only hope because I'll never hear it if I'm another end.
0: Oh God, I know. I, I'm so glad we beat Tennessee because I, I would have been on the wrong end of all that for still, <laughs> you know, still. So yeah. whenever Tennessee finally does does win against Georgia. You know, I just hope I'm nowhere near those those two that are on my staff, is they exactly. will, they will let me have it because, quite frankly, I, I kind of let them have it. <laughs> I, I would deserve it, I would well, like you, it,
1: but you I would thought deserve. You it. had a chance. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I laughed. I was like, "Hey, what was that?" <laughs> uh, so, um, but that's going to do it for us. Uh, you know, Israel was a, it was a good, fun, relaxed show. I think. You know if you're into stories and behind the scenes type stuff, I think we gave you a lot of insight on that uh, just had a really fun conversation um got a, got an extensive preview uh we we added to uh, the the extensive preview we had on the last episode picked our games hopefully we'll do better the SEC's been hard to pick this year so hopefully we'll do better uh this week in in the four games so um that being said, Israel any final thoughts
1: uh, just be safe out there this weekend guys um i know some people there's supposed to be a predicted hurricane coming through so if you're in the path, um you're out there listening you guys please be careful and please be careful uh, with everything going on in the world right now as well so um luckily football's kind of taking everybody's mind off of it a little bit so mm-hmm. um enjoy enjoy the weekend um enjoy every day so
0: absolutely and uh So I want to thank our sponsor, BetOnline.ag, for presenting the show. Uh, Israel, again, I want to thank you for joining us, and and thank you for your attempt to get Ben Troop uh, on the show, even though technology said no, no, no. Um, No, no. (laughs) And so I want to remind everybody, again, I want to echo your point. Stay safe with this impending hurricane. Stay safe. Also, uh, COVID cases are rising around the Around the country, so make sure you're doing things to to keep yourself as safe as possible in that regard as well. Um, hopefully, that we'll name a president here at some point. Um, you know, Nevada, I think is counting. Uh, I don't know who's counting the votes, but uh, they're 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 being really slow about it. So, uh, I'd like to see this presidential election finally end at some point. Pick a winner. That is probably the most 2020 thing that can happen. Um, you know. Even the election is taking forever, and it's kind of a cluster. You know what? So uh, for Israel Troop, I'm Corey Burton. This is the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Again, find us on social media at Believe in Dogs, at Coach Burton 36 at TroopStar28, and at Burton.Corey on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, Find the show wherever you listen to your podcast. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, Make sure you tune in 230CBS. That's the main event, the world's largest outdoor cocktail party, um, and a dog victory parade afterwards. So, uh, again, for Israel, I'm Corey. This is the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast. Thank you. Have a great weekend. And as always, and you know what I'm about to say, go dogs. Go dogs. This
1: is the story of the one.